This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L. It fuses streaming and free-to-air TV into a single experience, which means you don't have to go in and out of apps to discover content you'll love. Hubble, it's TV and streaming made easy. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 12th of August in your Squiz Today, an interim report from the Royal Commission into Defence and Veteran Suicide, Disney Overtakes Netflix, The Taste of Dreams, and Getting On Board the Coastal Grandmother Trend. This is your Squiz Today. It's been a year since the Royal Commission into Defence and Veteran Suicide was launched. There's still another two years to go, but an interim report has been handed down, Claire, with 13 urgent recommendations. Yes, and eight of those have to do with making things easier for future hearings. As you say, there's still two years to go. Uh, That includes giving better legal protections to those who have sensitive information that they want to share. As you can imagine in this space, they're talking to plenty of people who are dealing with some very secret uh, operations and information and when it comes to talking uh, to anyone about it, they have to be very careful. So uh, they want to make sure that those people are protected when it comes to the law. Uh, And there's also five recommendations about improving the Department of Veterans Affairs compensation and rehabilitation claims. Uh, What that has to do with are people who serve who are either injured in the line of battle, uh, whether they're injured on operations or just doing their jobs, that they're able to have their claims processed quickly uh, with respect uh, and also that they can get the help that they need. What the Commission has found so far uh, in their hearings is that the system is actually contributing to the suicide rate of serving uh, and former members of the Defence Force. And that comes down to how complicated it is. If we take a step back, Claire, the Royal Commission was launched in April last year by former Prime Minister Scott Morrison after a long campaign from the defence community, from affected families, as well as pressure from MPs and senators across the parliament. Yeah, and its core purpose is to look into what's behind a climbing number of serving and ex servicemen and women taking their own lives. The Australian Institute of Health and Welfare has done the count. Uh, They say that 1,273 veterans and serving personnel died by taking their own lives uh, between 2001 and 2019. Uh, Of course, a lot has happened in that time. We've had a war in Afghanistan, we've had a war in Iraq, there's been a lot going on. Uh, Also, defence life is hard Mm -hmm. and what they say is uh, that there needs to be better supports to make sure that people in our defence forces and coming out of it can be best supported. As for what's next, Veterans Affairs Minister Matt Keogh has delivered an apology and said that the Albanese government will look into implementing the report's recommendations. Shadow Assistant Minister for Defence Philip Thompson agrees that there's a lot more to be done. If this has brought up any issues for you, there's a link with information for help in your episode notes. 
An update now on the legal stoush between billionaire businessman Clive Palmer and Western Australia Premier Mark McGowan. We spoke previously about how the court found them both guilty of defaming each other in a war of words over COVID borders and a mining dispute. Now Palmer has been ordered to pay part of McGowan's legal costs. And that comes down to revelations yesterday that Mark McGowan had actually gone to Clive Palmer and said that they both should put down their guns, that they should quit the defamation proceedings and just walk away. Uh, Palmer wouldn't do that. So Justice Michael Lee, uh, who heard the case, said that both parties had defamed each other, but when it came to costs, that was actually on Palmer because there was an opportunity to let it go. Palmer will pay the majority of the costs which would otherwise have been borne by the Western Australian taxpayer. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today. In international news, an Indonesian police general called Ferdi Sambo has been charged with the murder of a junior officer at his house. It's a dramatic case that's gripped the nation, Claire, and is putting a spotlight on corruption in the police force. So, Larissa, you remember I had a bit of a fixation on Malaysian politics there for a while. <laughs> Who could this, forget? <laughs> this is my new obsession. Right. <laughs> it's been going on for a few weeks now. Brigadier Hadabarat, who was a 27-year-old police officer, he was an aide and a driver uh, for Inspector General Ferdi Sambo, who is Head of Internal Affairs uh, at the Indonesian National Police. Um, Hadabarat was murdered and in the original police report it was said that Hadabarat died after a shootout with another member of the protection team after he sexually harassed Sambo's wife. After Hadabarat's family kicked up a stink about that and reports surfaced that actually Sambo's wife and the young man were having an affair, uh, there has now been charges laid. It's an absolute scandal in Indonesia and it's getting a lot of attention. The Jakarta Post says the scandal is just the tip of the iceberg of the endemic corruption within the police force. Plenty of attention on this one. To entertainment news in what some analysts are calling a pivotal moment in the streaming wars, Disney has overtaken Netflix in the battle for eyeballs. Their results for the April to June quarter reported 221.1 million subscribers, pipping Netflix's 220.7 million. It's really quite a significant moment if you do really get into your streaming platforms. It seems that plenty of people are really sticking with Disney and actually coming onto the platform in the way that Netflix isn't able to achieve that at the moment. They're losing customers. Um, What Disney says is that 
even though it's only launched uh, in 2019, it has even more headroom to grow. Also, what analysts say is there's going to be a real reckoning for us customers as they offer different subscription offers, including those with ads. Yeah, Disney plans to launch an ad-funded service outside the US next year. Shareholders were pretty pleased with the news from Disney overall. The share price jumped more than 6%. Wacky food-related trends seem to be becoming a bit of a niche squiz topic, Claire. Maybe you've got your Malaysian politics and I'm just going on the food train. <laughs> I'm on board with you. Don't worry. Oh, good. Come along. Come along. This time it is Coke that's going all out with the imaginative flavours. And look, Coke's been around a while and it's certainly a very popular company with consumers, <laughs> but the consumer trend is a walk away from fizzy beverages. So it is coming up with new and interesting ways to attract (laughs) and engage customers. Uh, And this creations range is really quite a thing. Uh, It has a space inspired starlight drink, Coke drink, uh, a pixel flavoured bite drink, B-Y-T-E, also strawberry and watermelon flavours. This is a whole niche range. Uh, Dreamworld, though, (laughs) is the one that came to attention yesterday. Uh, It's the fourth and the final in the series. uh, And the company says, and this is the quote, it bottles up the technicolour tastes and surrealism of the subconscious. Shaking your head isn't a good thing to do when you're when you're doing a podcast because there's no sound, but uh, that's what I'm doing if you can picture that. I just can't wrap my head around how you say that it's going to taste like that. But anyway, those that know me know that I'm a fiend for a pie or a sauce roll, really. Cover something in pastry and I'm there. So I'm totally on board with this week's recipe, Claire. Yeah, I actually had you in mind when I was thinking about <laughs> these because I reckon they might be a thing. Uh, mushroom and leek hand pies. Yum. Basically, you make the mixture, you put it into store-bought puff pastry. You don't have to muck around with making your own pastry. I've got these in mind for lunch on Saturday. I reckon they could be a really yummy thing because it's still pretty cold where we are and it's a nice thing to have a bit of a warm pastry for lunch on a weekend. Sounds delicious. The link is in Friday Lights. I'll also put it in your episode notes. Friday Lights is a section in the Squiz Today newsletter where we take a look at things that we're enjoying. Always a recipe recommendation from Claire. We also include this week a look at what's happening in fashion trends as we head towards summer. Not sure I'm on bored with crop tops and platform heels but I reckon coastal grandmother which is comfortable neutrals a la Diane Keaton could be a winner you can find Friday Lights as I said in the Squiz Today email there's a link in your episode notes to have a read of it anyway and if you want to subscribe and get that in your inbox each day you can do that as well Squeeze the day or across the weekend. Claire, what are you taking note of? Uh, going with our theme of dream dinner party scenarios with birthdays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sharing birthdays. <laughs> uh, on Sunday, we've got Steve Martin, uh, Magic Johnson, Kieran Perkins and Kate Ritchie. I reckon they oh, could yeah. be fun to have around. It's a bit of an Australian and international mix right there. Uh, for me, on Saturday, it's left-handers day. So enjoy that, all you Molly Dookers out there. I love that a left-handed person is known as a Molly Dooker <laughs> here in Australia. I only actually learnt that the other day, so really I'm just showing off my new fact. <laughs> You've got a new word and you're going to use it. Correct. I don't have any opportunities, really. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> if you are enjoying this Quiz Today podcast, we'd love it if you could take a minute or two to leave us a review in your podcast 
podcasting app or tell your people about us. Your recommendations are the number one way that we grow and we can't do it without you. That's all from us today. Have a good Friday. Have a great weekend. We'll be back with you on Monday.